So in the spirit of having a lot of snow, cold weather, the whole nine yards, I tried to organize a professional hide-and-seek tournament, but it failed miserably. Good players are hard to find. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tall, wide, short. How are you? Comment ça va? How are you doing? Welcome to Digressions episode 41. Mais oui! Oh, I know what you're going to say off the bat. I know, I know. It's been two weeks. Huh? Where the fuck? Qu'est-ce que c'est quoi le What's going on? Where Where have you been for two weeks? Where, where? I need my episodes. I need my content. I, 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 I apologize. All right. I, I'm going to be real. Here, here's, the, here's the dilemmas, right? The last um, 2021, all right, January... I'll be honest, I don't know what it is. Maybe I have some seasonal thing, but usually January, February are a bit like the slower months, right? It's cold. You're not going out. Now with the curfews, confinements, all that bullshit, obviously the energy levels are a bit low. So I told myself, you know what? What's the goal here, right? Is it is it more quality? Is it just quantity? And, you know, I was like, fuck it. You know, if I'm not going to produce a proper episode, an episode that is... Um, up to my standards, up to what I've been doing, trying to progress. I'm just not going to post it, you know, straight up. That's it. But uh, with that being said, hey, you know, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm back. We're going to be doing uh, uh, a lot of things coming up. You know, we're back on this, baby. We had new mics, new software, new everything. The one year anniversary of the podcast is officially Tim. Oh, wait, is it the sixth or seventh? The seventh. So tomorrow, February 7th, it will be the one-year anniversary of Genesee and digressions. So, uh, yeah, man, fuck, time really, time really flies by when you're having a good time, eh? Going through a pandemic, right? You, you start a podcast, you know, that's meant to, you know, talk shit about your daily life, everything that goes in and out, right? All the externalities and everything, uh, only to get hit with, uh, you know, this fucking legend that just decided to eat, uh, an animal that he wasn't supposed to eat in Wuhan, right? <clears throat> Not pointing fingers. I'm just saying. That's just the way it is. Uh, but I hope you're doing good, man. Thank you for tuning in, as always. I'm, broad I'm broad broading, broad broading? broadcasting this episode straight from my little uh, Plateau Montréal apartment. Uh, not soon to be anymore. It's, we're going to change. It's changing. We're, it's happening. We're moving, baby. I, I kind of I do want to stay on the Plateau. I know I've mentioned this before, but yo... Rents here for what they're worth, and and I'm, I'm I have this feeling that we're gonna enter a a renters market or well I mean enter I think we're already in a bit of a of a renters market. The uh, I I know I don't know if this is a plateau thing, but I've noticed that there's a lot more ads on like Kijiji, um that are or that sorry no what am I saying there are more there's less ads on Kijiji, uh on the plateau that actually reflect the market. If you walk in the streets of, of the plateau, so basically anywhere between, you know, let's say Sherbrooke and go as far up as like Mont-Royal, between, between Saint-Denis and Saint-Laurent, most of the places that are available aren't, are, are just, you're only going to find out about them if you walk, right? One of those good old classic scenarios back in the days where all the ads were newspapers, right? You just circle everything with your highlighter, you know, <laughs> these are good old days. Uh, there's a lot of places available. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to stay in this neighborhood. I, I do. 
I do enjoy it when when it's the summer. There's there's people, right? There's life. There's things to do. But in um, the current context, I mean, you know, living in an igloo right now makes sense, right? So, with that being said, you know, have you been? How 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 are you doing? Mm-hmm. Just just touch base with me for not following me on Instagram yet at John C G O N N E S S E Y. Send me a message. Say hi. Let me know what's on your mind. What do you want me to talk about? Do you want to come on this episode, on an episode, on a podcast? Maybe future might uh, provide. I'm thinking about doing things and there's just not enough execution. We'll get there. We'll get there. Listen, it's, it's, everything's down, you know? I mean, listen, this is like a GME stock my whole life. But like, think about it this way. It's like this every day. Big highs, big lows, but we're getting through. That's all that matters. We never, ever, ever, ever give up. Always get right back up. And that's the name of the game. So, with that being said, with that with that kind of mindset, this is the Super Bowl weekend, baby. Let's fucking go! This is it. This is what we've been waiting for, us boys. You know, this is our this is our ritual, right? You know, for all of us that don't necessarily go to church every Sunday, right, or, or celebrate some God out there, this is it. The the culmination of all the games that we watch, all the pain and suffering is coming down to the last two teams, baby. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, the only thing that matters, listen, if you don't like football, all you need to know is that the halftime show this year will be by the weekend. And this dude did something that never any artist has ever done during the Super Bowl halftime show is that to have the exact show that he wanted, the exact specs, the extra fireworks, the extra whatever, the weekend dropped $7 million of his own cash into the production of the halftime show. I'm just saying, did Beyonce do that? I don't know. I don't think so. You know, is she was she really committed? <laughs> oh my God, he hates on Beyonce. How fucking dare you? Listen, it's not my fault that she, you know, outsources little kids in India to produce her fucking clothes. Okay, it's not my fault. All right, you pick your battles. <clears throat> but more importantly, this weekend uh, is going to highlight uh, two. I mean, the storyline behind this year's Super Bowl is just... It's just perfect. This is when, you know, all those theories about living in a simulation that I bring up sometimes. This is it. We This is proof that we live in a simulation, right? You have the Kansas City Chiefs, led by a young buck quarterback, Pat Mahomes. Again, be- better year than last year. This guy just keeps getting better. Obviously, he's new to the league. You know, with experience, you gain, you gain knowledge and skill. Yeah, you know, that's how school works. And uh, they're they're going for the, for the second title in a row. Back-to-back championships. That's... That's the main goal here. But on the other hand, you have fucking 69-year-old Tom Brady that is on Metamucil, all right, about to play in, in, in his, what is it, 10th Super Bowl? He's going for the 7th ring. And in a new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first team in the NFL, in the history of the sport, to play a Super Bowl at home. I mean, how can you? how do you script this? Who do you pick? Who do you pick? That's my question to you. What What is your pick for the Super Bowl? And we're going to talk about this because you know how, how betting heavy this weekend is going to be. Oh, baby. So I've been looking at a couple of lines, looking at about the in and out. Let's, I, I, I'm going to be real. So far, right now, the, 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 the Chiefs are favored by three and a half points, right? So the Chiefs are favored to win by literally a field goal. Now... In the scheme of things, a field goal might not seem like much. It's a Super Bowl. Usually spreads during a Super Bowl really don't mean much. 
what's really interesting is is a, a few a few sets of stats that I think because my bets and I'm sorry to to my to my 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 best friend my longtime boy LDT Laurent Duvernay Tardif of the Kansas City Chiefs, but I'm picking the Bucks straight up. Uh, there's just it's just too perfect. It's too perfect for them. Tom Brady, because because look, here's here's how here's my breakdown. All right, here's the breakdown on this weekend. The Chiefs, okay, are gonna come in, right? They got the they got the defender championship, right? It's always harder to defend a championship than to gain a championship, right? As GSP, GSP said it, you know, people are never gonna remember how many times you've defended your title. They're always gonna remember how many times you've lost it, and that's facts. So now you have a team like the Buccaneers that come in there. You know, no one expected them to make the Super Bowl. And they're heading in there just, you know, with their, you know, their chest nice and high, nothing to lose. They're just going to play all out. And I'm, But I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Here's my prediction for this game. And this is a very thought-out prediction based on, on stats because, you know, me, the stat guy, really. Hang on. Okay, so let's go, Jimmy. <laughs> and, uh... <coughs> shit, fuck. And, um... Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that? So one of the interesting stats that I have is that in in all the Super Bowls that Tom Brady ever played, um, the maximum amount of points that he scored in the first quarter is three points. So Tom Brady's Super Bowl wins always go in a certain matter where early game, there, nothing's happening. It's like two dogs meeting each other for the first time, right? They just sniff each other out. You know, look at their movements, right? Body language, etc. And then the second half, that's when Tom Brady just like just turns into like beast mode. So here, here's my prediction. At the end of the first half, you can you, if you want to do parlays with me, that's gonna be my parlay. I'll post it tomorrow, no problem. I'm gonna tell you that the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win the first quarter. That I am almost certain. I don't know what the score is gonna be: 10-3, oh, Well, no, no, that doesn't work. Um, you get my drift. Like, it's going to be a, a 10-3, maybe 10-7 lead at the half. But I think the Chiefs are going to be winning at the half. Um, statistically speaking, that's just, like, how they operate. That's just the points for poise against. Now, however, the second half, I am almost convinced 100%, unless there's, like, this huge upset, right? A pick six, whole field run back kind of thing. Uh, I, I do think that the Bucks are going to win the second half by a margin. And the reason I think the Bucks, on top of that, so my bets would be this, very simple. First, if you're going to do a parlay bet, bet that the Chiefs are going to win the first half. Outright, money line, even, I don't know if spread is a good move, but I would do money line, um, money line Bucks. And... I mean, you know, maybe throw in some some touchdown. You know, I think Kelsey's gonna throw is gonna get a TD. Kelsey always gets a TD. That's that's the target, right? If you throw it in, if you throw it in your parley, that's your that's a times two. For for those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, don't worry, we're moving on. All I'm saying is, in my opinion, y'all should bet for the Bucks. And I kept the last reason for last. There's a reason the Bucks made it this far, and it's because of their defense. Their D-line is is extremely, extremely aggressive. LDT's not playing, right? On the left side of the field, there's a gap. It, it's just not filled, all right? Our homie there, he's in the CHSLD, helping old people trying to survive. That's, that's it, hero, national fucking hero. But in the meantime, the Chiefs, 
Yeah, it's Swiss cheese up there. So one of the famous, one of the most famous quotes. It is cheesy as hell. I know. Don't sue me or sue me. One of the one of the most all time quotes of football is that defense always wins championships. And in this case, honestly, bro, it's gonna happen. When it's gonna come down to it in the in the second half, when the Bucks are gonna have to turn up and show up, they're gonna do it. And you know. Obviously, Tom Brady's gonna make out of the sun after. You know how it is. You know how it is. It's always you know, it's the first thing he does. He wins something. Where's my son? Where is my son? I need to make out with him. Those of you who think this is a weird thing, it's not. If you think it's weird, you're weird, okay? Tom Brady just makes out with his son. It's weird. I, I don't care. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Also, another, the last thing I'll say about the Super Bowl, something very interesting too, is that there's going to be a kind of battle of Quebec on the field. I mean, by saying kinda, I mean both players that are Quebecers that are on respective teams are not playing, but there's a bit of a connection. Um, so for those of you who don't know, one of the tight ends, so behind Rob Gronkowski, behind, I'm going to guess Mike Evans, but Mike, Mike Evans is more of a receiver, but he's a big boy too. Um, there's uh, Anthony Auclair, who is a former Laval Rougeard uh, alumni, has been playing for the Bucks uh, for the last uh, three, four years, I think. And uh, he plays on and off, right? He's one of those like practice squad kind of guys, but always in the always in the in the mix, right? Always working hard, trying to make his uh, trying to make his his spot. And uh, obviously on the chief side, there's uh, Laurent Dumitardif that is not playing this year. Took it off, right? Went to, went back to the to the health uh, to the to the health services. Tried, went back to helping, being a doctor, being a good human. And uh, it's interesting to see this kind of flair, right? This, uh, you never think so. And I, dude, this is, this brings me today to my first real topic of today. The battle of languages, bro. I've been holding up, holding off, holding up, holding off on this topic for a long time. And today I decided to, to, to start teasing into it because I feel this is a kind of a topic that would require a few episodes of follow through, right? A, a more extensive analysis of it. But I noticed something about sports, and a good old French expression of mind uh, that is uh, avoir du chien dans le nez, okay, which translates very badly in English, but it literally it would kind of mean having this, you know, aggressive nature inside of you, like this aggress, like this nature of like I don't give a shit, I'm just gonna get it done, you know. And having lived in Ontario, I lived in Canada for 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 five years. Uh, and then coming back here to Quebec, moving to the plateau, which is a very, very French, uh, neighborhood. There are so many fucking differences, bro. Holy fuck. But one of them comes in a very interesting way where every single year, I don't know, you've probably noticed this every single, every four years, actually, sorry. Every time there's the winter Olympics that roll around, you will notice that the vast majority of athletes that make it to the Olympic Canadian team are from Quebec. So, you know, speed skating, uh, anything that involves going down a hill on two sticks. And um, obviously, I mean, hockey is, is, is split, right? It's definitely more Canada than Quebec. But um, in, in most of the other sports, you're going to see a lot more Quebecers than, than uh, Canadians. And in football, this is, the, this is when you actually see it, right? Because think about, you know, it's, it's football, right? American football. 
right? It's Texas, right? It's Miller Lite. It's fucking coolers, koozies, bucket hats, tank tops. You know what I mean? It, you, you get the vibe. It's America, baby. Freedom, land of the free, home of the brave. That's that's just, just the way it is. So think about it this way, right? If you're a Canadian kid, a French Canadian kid, can barely speak, you know, what are your odds, even though you're a great athlete, phenomenal work ethic, etc., what are the real odds that some American is going to look at you and be like, you know what? I kind of like you. Yeah, you know what? I'll give you a shot. Very slim. Very slim. And it only comes in very rare cases where, you know, like Laurent, Laurent is one of those guys. I don't know if you've ever, ever told this story, but it's, it's, a, it's an actual factual story, okay? In, uh, back in 2014, 13-ish, before Laurent got even drafted uh, in the NFL, uh, I've actually met him. But in a very, and and the most unnatural setting ever, um, my uh, former roommate at the time was uh, also uh, studying medicine at McGill, and towards the end of our of our of our of us living at uh, in the same uh, in the same condo, at, towards the end we we were kind of fixing it up a bit, so like painting over the walls, making it fresh, you know, all that. One day I was finishing my shift at the SAQ. Back to golden days, bro. These days were just so singular. They were binary. There was a zero one. It was you wake up in the morning. You're probably hungover. Get the subway. Stuff yourself with a 12 inch, fucking freezing, and uh, start working. That's it. Repeat every weekend. That was it. That was the cycle. And uh, I remember at one point I was finishing my shift. I I'm I'm getting back home driving, uh, and I and I walk in there. I was just kind of doing an in and out. I need to grab, I just need a change. You know, I don't remember where I was going after, but like, I just walk into my house and there's fucking Laurent Duvenert as if, like the biggest fucker of all time. You know, dude's huge. You know, he's an offensive lineman in the NFL for a reason. You know, he's a, fu- he's a big boy. And he's just there in the living room, just, you know, with the little, with the big ass stick and the, in the, in the foam roller, just like painting the wall. Obviously, the dude, the most humble human being of all time, like, this guy was already shredding it, right? All NFL teams wanted him. He was in medicine, right? I mean, dude, the dude's been shooting threes, fucking no-look buckets, you know, for the last, like, 10 years. And, you know, I just walk in, and I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, salut, moi c'est Laurent. Like, just introduced himself. Super nice guy. Legend. Fucking legend. So, you know, with all being, that being said, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, we're not best friends, you know, obviously, but... I've ate the bread that his parents make. His parents uh, own a, a bakery here in Montreal. I think it's in Montreal. Maybe it's saint Silar. I don't remember. Either way. So I ate some of his bread. So you know what I mean? That's uh, that's good enough for me. <coughs> but it does it does pain me a bit to, to cheer against the Chiefs because uh, if there is one legend in the NFL, a guy that won Sports Illustrated, you know, person of the year that's been showing Quebec on the map, really. Uh, and showing the athleticism and really this goes back to everything i was saying before it's like having this this attitude of like you know of perseverance and just like not giving up i feel it's a very quebec thing where anytime you put someone from quebec against a wall a quebecer i'm generalizing okay fuck off you know what i mean they'll 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 snap you know and they'll push back to be like nah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna give i'm gonna put my head down and just fucking get to it and, and you see, I think the only other NFL players, one of the other NFL players that's Canadian is uh, Chase Claypool, right? Receiver for the, for the Steelers. But he is from Vancouver, which is basically like, you know, it's basically Washington State, right? I mean, there's no, 
right? Well, now it's separated, can't cross the border, but you know, it, it's interesting to see. But the the that's when you see it, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just seeing shit patterns that don't exist. But I'm telling you, bro. Like in Quebec, it's 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 great to see. It's great to see that all the athletes here are. You know, but I feel I feel it's a cultural thing, right? They just to go back to this whole thing, like it's a cultural thing, bro. In in Canada in general, people are very polite. They're very accommodating, super nice, right? I'm not saying that Quebecers aren't. Quebecers, same thing. You go into regions, you go outside, uh, in the city, we're a bit more, you know, it's it's the city vibe, right? It doesn't matter whether you're in New York, Toronto, you know, Miami, everyone just wants to fucking kill each other. But you go out in the in the regions, everyone's super nice, very cozy, accommodating, but that's the thing is I feel there's always this this kind of this value of proper ethic like work ethic and and determination and chasing goals that is very unique um and and not to not to talk too much shit about my Canadian friends but y'all suck a bit you know there's just not that there's just not that you know you'll be happy with your with your government job you know for the rest of your life pension all that no risks right beautiful stable life you're okay being a little pawn that's okay that's okay right you moved to ottawa you went to you ottawa for a reason you wanted to work for the government right i know i did that mistake i thought dude my goal and this is what this was you know when you dream of something without really working for it and then you're like oh it didn't work out <laughs> i i had a i had a phase where i thought i was going to be like an ambassador i was going to be like a canadian image i was going to be I'm still, I still think I can do this, but in a different way. But I, I really thought that I could represent Canadian interests abroad, right? Put the little maple leaf on my heart, go out with my little, my little fucking work hard hat and just get it done, right? Learn some languages, a bit more than three and, and just spread the beautiful message of Canada. But then I started facing the real, the real poli nerds at, uh, at the university and fuck dude i'm not you know it's it's nothing against him but i've i've met a very few uh a very few amount of people in university especially in poli sci that um weren't biased that weren't that were sorry everyone has a bias true but that weren't acting always on top of their biases so sometimes there were there were there were discussions and topics that they could you know f you can find common ground with them right and they wouldn't tell you some you know, buzzwords, filler, bullshit. I'm trying to be as vague as possible because I said it in other episodes. I don't want to talk about politics. You're fucking too hard though. But no, seriously, the, the University of Ottawa really opened my eyes towards the whole thing. The commitment is not one of those, you know, hey, I'm going to go work at McDonald's for a summer kind of commitment. It was really, you know, you had to live and breathe Canada. You needed to love every fucking ounce about it know all the laws know trade agreements economic you know positions um and i had a teacher you know uh, sorry i'm digressing maybe um in and, and i remember i remember it was i was doing model parliament where you know we just kind of pretend we have political parties and we just um we just you know play along in in, in parliament hill and at one point dude it was like I, you know, you, you meet these kids, right? Where they, they went to university because what they want to do later is be like public servants, right? They just want to have some position. They want to, they want to go that direction. You know, that's fine. You do you, right? I'm going to shit on your dream. I thought I was going to be, I, you know, maybe I had inspiration. I had aspirations, maybe, but 
once you go head to head with these guys that you know are on pace of learning like a fifth language right that they're not native and they have no clue guys that just really know every single thing about every single political theory every single concept and um you also need to when once you go through the whole clearance process dude when i worked at revenue canada dude cra oh my god having just thinking this was really a turning point in my life because i remembered being in that office being in that environment great cubicle bro no one's talking to each other dead silence you can hear cockroaches walking on the walls yo i fucking just ran bro i ran it was bullshit i i was literally sleeping during my shifts and no one could see because i was in my hole what and and uh, no so uh, aspirations why the fuck am i talking about being an ambassador i'm not gonna be an ambassador fuck that First of all, there's way too many incriminating pictures of me on the internet or not on the internet, on the dark web. <laughs> Psych. Um, no, there's just too much going on. What are your aspirations, bro? What are, what is what is your thing? What was your thing that when you grew up as a kid, you were like, yeah, I'm going to be a this in the future. You know? Mine was was goaltending, obviously hockey. Never put the work in. Never concretized. Never, never became reality. Ça ne s'est pas concrétisé. See, fucking... I can't... I can speak two languages, but not one of them correctly. Well, three, technically. Um, but no. So, big weekend coming up. <laughs> uh, big weekend coming up. Yo, I just want to say a little little side note. You know how I was... I, 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 I watch deals. I don't like spending money on dumb shit, bro. Until tomorrow. Tomorrow's Super Bowl Sunday. All right? Today is Super Bowl Sunday, depending on when you're listening to this. But there is a huge deal. At Super C. Alright, if you live in Montreal and Quebec, you need to go to Super C today. Right now, as, as long as it's open, you need to go. There is a special on wings, my friend. The best special. $7 for a whole box of wings. Frozen, la cage. They're, they're good. They're not the best, but they're good. For 7 bucks, bro, you're Super Bowl. I know what you're doing. You're probably doing nothing, right? It's either you or someone else or just you alone. I wanted to do my first fucking stream on the Super Bowl. And um, I had a, you know, the last few weeks at work, I've been complete dog shit. I'm very honest with you. And so the second I started planning this, this first stream on Twitch for the Super Bowl, I realized that my camera that I had, the camera recorder that I had, uh, was completely fucked. I went to get my GoPro because I thought I could stream from my GoPro. Turns out the GoPro Hero 5 is too old to stream. There's a reason the GoPro stock has been going to shit lately. Lately. It's been years. But there's a reason this company is going to fucking trash. They're, they're not compatible. They're useless pieces of hardware. The only thing I can do with this GoPro now is like stick it on my forehead and just go walk around and do content. Which might happen. But, you know, it's useful. It's useless. Um, I do think very, very, very deeply and... Um, you know, this is just a question of time for me just to organize things on my end. But, bro, live content for me is going to be, like, the, the, the next big thing. And I, I'm firmly, firmly convinced that live content is going to be the future of entertainment. Especially now. You know, now behavior in terms of consumerism, in terms of, like, your entertainment has changed completely. You know, now more and more people are used to having live feeds on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, YouTube even. And having... Watching someone do their thing personally on a, it's it's weird it's really 
I don't know how to explain this, man, but I've been watching people on Twitch for the last like two years, and it's it's not it's not because I'm watching someone play a video game. It's far from it. It's some of it definitely is part of it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there are parts of my game when I play video games that I've taken from other players, and that's how you learn, right? It's monkey see, monkey do. So it's 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 that natural part. It's like even if I ask you, even let's say yourself, right? Let's say you have a prejudice against people that watch people playing video games, right? There are millions of people that do it, by the way, worldwide. Um, but the the prejudice is 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 interesting because people say like, oh, why would you watch someone play a game? You know, it's stupid. But like, what's the difference if I'm watching someone play football? You know, or watch someone play hockey, soccer. There's no difference. It's just literally I'm watching someone that's really good at what they do. And it's entertaining. And the same thing happened with video games. I don't know if you remember, maybe when you were a kid and you were playing video games on your on your Game Boy Color or your your PlayStation 1, your 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 original Xbox. Um, you know, sometimes you would just have your parents that would just kind of like walk in and just watch you play for a bit. It's just not quantified. We've been doing this for forever. It's just now the platforms are there, the 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 exposure is out there. And now more than ever, it's a, it's a great opportunity and a great chance to to kind of enter that world. And no, I'm not, I'm not, I know some of you, you're telling me this, you're, I'm bitching out. I'm not, I'm not, stop saying that. I'm not bitching out. It's, it's just, honestly, dude, it's just a question of organizing my shit. Dude, today, right? Today's Saturday. I was going to, I was going to go, I was going to go get a fucking camera and I was just going to do it. Right, bro. I forgot that apparently there's confinements and all unnecessary stores are closed. So fuck me. You know, there's always something. There's always a fucking excuse. I know. I know. Bro, don't you worry. I'm going to take you all with me once we fucking go to the moon. This is going to be hotter than GME, bro, for the first two days. By the way, big shout out to my big boy, Chinoso. Listen, Chino, you might listen to this episode. You might not. Listen, I was supposed to do a, uh, a first uh, with digressions where I was going to invite someone over and talk about all the bullshit. And Chino was supposed to come over, talk about crypto, talk about the GME stock, and uh, and give his uh, give his input. So my bad, Chino. We'll we'll do it next time. Um, but you know, with that being said, um, it's what it's it's you know it's what it is sometimes. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just such a tease, bro. Fuck. Uh, anyway, listen, I'm, I got some scotch waiting for me. I got a, I got a nice pizza waiting for me to be, to be thrown into the oven. So, um, so this is going to be it for this episode. Thank you for, for sticking around, uh, daily check-in. There's going to be a huge shift in schedule coming very, very soon. Uh, every episode, every English episode, there's going to be at least one English episode, uh, every Friday and uh, one French episode every Monday. So, uh, I'm going to announce it on Instagram very soon. So if you've toughened it out so far, they keep, stay posted, stay posted. It's going to be a good time. Um, also, if you like playing hockey on Sundays at Parc La Fontaine, um, we're, uh, we're starting a little bit of a, of a, of a thing. So, uh, DM me if you want to come play, uh, we'll, uh, we're, we're there at 10 AM, 10 AM sharp and, uh, we're playing till 12 at least or until we can't breathe. And, and it, obviously the, the, the more the merrier. So invites out there come join us if you can and uh in the finale as always listen gotta gotta throw some roses and thorns baby we gotta we gotta do it uh bro big roses to the to the house plants i got i got a total of three i have not named them they are still breathing and they are looking good i got a bit of a green thumb not gonna lie i i i, I like sensing my flowers I, I know where they're going you know I just, it's all about the 
non-verbal communication, body language. Um, roses to... Um, Honestly, man, I just got thorns. Be honest, man. Yo, again, hey, first episode, I don't talk about the Quebec government, but fuck, bro. Thorns to Frankie L. Thorns to the provincial government. Thorns to the federal government. Thorns to the municipal governments of fucking all over Canada. Um, thorns to the Ottawa Senators. Uh, roses to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, roses to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, roses to the Miami Heat. And uh, thorns to... Bro, fuck this, man. Uh, thorns to to uh, uh high prices for milk i'm losing my fucking mind this this is trivial i know but like why is milk so fucking expensive i'm just gonna start drinking almond milk it's healthier fuck it but anyways listen thank you for sticking around i love you always appreciate you have, having you around um please show your support on instagram follow me uh and uh yeah let's hit the moon together i love you stay safe and uh, as always as always ciao